Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian giant Venetius, the temptress witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted, and I have the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, and the senior official ref, Amy Veronica, here with me. And we have special guest with us here tonight, independent pro wrestler, Facade. Facade, welcome, and thank you for joining us, sir. Yo, 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 the spin kicking, backflipping, rope walking, dreadlock, neon ninja. Good to hear you guys. Good to see you guys. As you can see, I myself had just got done with an event here in Charleston, West Virginia. You may not be able to see, but you probably can hear there's some craziness going on. So uh, excited to be on the show and uh, talking with you guys. Uh, thank you so oh, much yeah. for being with us, man, especially right after a show. I, I know that's, uh, that's kind of back to back to back on you, brother. That's all right. Living the dream, brother. So, so I, I guess I want to start off right away because I'm a Pennsylvania guy. I want to say, you know, you, you grew up not too far from Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, right, uh, right, born in Pittsburgh, uh, living right outside of Pittsburgh currently. Awesome. And so what, what was the, you know, when you, when you were growing up, what was, like, what was the wrestling scene like in and around Pittsburgh? And, and you know, did that lead to uh, some of your influences about getting into business? So uh, growing up in uh, Pittsburgh, there wasn't too much independent wrestling that I was familiar with. There was a, uh, a company that was like out of our local flea market, and that one um, is still going. But what I mainly remember about independent wrestling uh, was seeing the ECW events because growing up in the suburbs of Pittsburgh, uh, I seen the CCBC Golden Dome. I saw the uh, uh, David Lawrence Convention Center when they were running the TNN tapings. So I got to see a little bit of that stuff on top of the WWE, uh, well, WWF at the time, Attitude Era uh, type events down at the Civic Arena. Um, you know, some of the stuff, uh, SummerSlam with uh, King Mabel and uh, yep. Diesel. So that type of era stuff. So it was really good uh, to uh, get to see that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, I, I I like to spread the love around here for all of our uh, for all of our new listeners out there, and we've we've picked up a bunch in the last week. Mostly thank you to uh, the senior officials' efforts on social media. She's been pulling in a whole bunch of subscribers for us, so thank you for that. Um, but I wanna I wanna pass the buck here, and I wanna throw the the next question to Ref Amy. Yeah. So uh, talking about like what got the the scene that you were involved in in Pittsburgh. Um, how did you get started in the business? Did you find a school in Pittsburgh, or do you like just some happened upon it when traveling? Um. So how I got started in Pittsburgh was um, I kind of fell out of the independent uh, kind of stuff uh, for a while there after ECW went under, and then randomly I heard on the radio a advertisement for. Uh, a, a cage match and uh, it's going to have uh, Shane Douglas and a couple of other people but also a tournament um, that have guys like uh, AJ Styles Christopher Daniels, uh, Chris Saban and it then uh, opened my eyes to Ring of Honor and Ring, that's a building that in the CCB the CCAC in Pittsburgh that used to run uh, Ring of Honor events so um I, I, I found that IWC uh, 
company there in Pittsburgh, and that's where I decided to get trained because uh, even still to this to this uh, currently, um, it's the top company in Pittsburgh uh, producing guys like uh, Elias, Britt Baker, um, Joaquin Wild. So uh, even before that, some of the guys that I had seen. Um, Bubba the Bulldog was one of the ones uh, from the local area who, you know, had worked with WWE a little bit. And then there was a couple other people that got to do some international stuff. So that was, uh, that was like the, the one for me that I kind of, I kind of gravitated to. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And I did see, uh, I, you know, speaking of Ring of Honor, that, that you got to work Ring of Honor a little bit there, right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about um, that experience. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got to work Ring of Honor for, you know, a little bit over a year there. I was, uh, I, I came in just, you know, randomly uh, looking to do stuff. And, uh, thanks, man. And um, they, uh, I had a match uh, against Eli Isom and um, everything turned out great. And uh, so then, it, uh, you know, more and more started happening. And then uh, that was, the, you know, things just kind of ran its course. but. Um, I had some great matches there with guys like Josh Woods, again, Eli Isom a second time. And, uh, yeah, like, um, there was a lot of things there uh, I got to do that were uh, very different, uh, work, work a different style than, you know, I was able to work, you know, on the indies, you know what I mean? Excellent. Excellent. All right, Tyler, I'm coming to you, sir. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, what was it, the experience like working with like Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, the Lucha Brothers and Warlow? Some of those guys we're seeing on AEW television. Uh, I'm just fascinated by a lot of these big names that you've had the opportunity to uh, go up against. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, I mean, there's always a, I wouldn't say an intimidation factor, but it's like there's a lot of people you can just, you can feel an energy about them. And, uh, you know, people are, you know, characters in real life, too. Um, mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, going up against these opponents, uh, putting matches together, things like that, uh, it's, 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 it's interesting, you know. Um, and having, telling these stories in the ring, um, trying to, you know, a, a incorporate things like, a, you know, uh, Pentagon, he's, you know, a dark ninja spirit. I'm a... <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, uh, you know, you got a dark ninja and you got a light ninja and you have his, his brother as a, the wild card, you know? So, mm -hmm. in a way, you know, the stories kind of tell themselves. But, uh, like you're saying, working with all these uh, different guys, now, you know, we broke the ice. Hopefully, you know, uh, going further, we can... Uh, we can tell better stories and make better movies. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. That's, that's really cool. Um, one of the things uh, I really love about having looked at your, looked at your career um, is that you've been all over the world, man. You, you've, you've, you've been all over the place. Tell me, uh, tell me where you, your favorite place to wrestle is, man. Um, without a doubt, uh, Japan was definitely my favorite place to wrestle. But I mean, um, I, I've been really so lucky and blessed to like wrestle so many off the grid places. Uh, you know, not too many people get to wrestle in Russia or Malaysia 
uh, Singapore even. And it's so incredible, like the, the unique nuances of every crowd. But the big thing is that they're so appreciative of the fact someone is coming all this way and somebody, but it's, it's just like so, so excited to have wrestling there, but not just wrestling, someone that they, they know and, you know, someone that they, uh, they, they, they didn't know that they would see make the journey come all the way to, you know, their smaller part of wherever, not saying Japan or anything, but I mean like some of the smaller areas like the Malaysias, the Indias, um, them, they really have a super respect for, you know, seeing, um, you know, foreign wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. That's a great answer. Uh, I'm going to come to Amy. So we, a couple questions ago, we kind of touched on your unique wrestling style. How would you characterize your style and what kind of influenced in like what you kind of look to when you're trying to create that style? Uh, my style is like, how, what, what can I do physically within my, uh, my, uh, my, my, using my athleticism and my, uh, I guess my comedic ability to get people and entertain them in a way that is not the regular wrestling way. Like Mm -hmm. get people that aren't wrestling fans into wrestling. Like when people watch what I watch me in the ring, if they're not a wrestling fan and they're just a casual person coming to a show and they're like, yeah, fine. I'll come to the wrestling show. And then they see my match or whomever I'm, I'm wrestling. And they're like, Hey, that, I, I don't know if I like wrestling, but I like that. I want to see more of that. That's mm-hmm. what I want. That's what I want everybody to do. And that's what I want everybody, like, I want everybody to, I want it to transcend, you know, the regular boundaries that wrestling has. Okay. Awesome. That's a, that's a really cool perspective. And I think that that speaks to what we don't hear in every interview from every wrestler. And we've, we've talked to our fair share at this point and, um, and something that I don't hear from everybody is thinking about incorporating to their style, making that connection with their audience. And uh, it's awesome to always hear when we do get to hear that from somebody like you just said, making that connection is, uh, is really cool. Tyler, I'm going to come Thank to you, you, sir. Oh, you're quite welcome. Uh, yes. I wanted to also ask, I'm interested in knowing, I think we all are, how the uh, concept for the neon blondes came about with uh, y- yourself and Danny Moe. Can you, uh, Share with us about that, that whole idea behind all that. Absolutely. Um, you know, I had been running and gunning myself the Neon Ninja for years there and then uh, fell in love with the Danny Mo uh, at the gym one day. And uh, she started riding the roads with me, working the merchandise table. And she is quite a gifted athlete in her own right. And many people had suggested to her, hey, you know, you're always here. You're very athletic. Would you consider managing uh, facade here? And that's exactly what she did. And then things escalated. People kept messing with me, trying to cheat. And then she had to assert herself here and there. And then, uh, you know, um, she was waiting to get a, a, a dental surgery. And that dental surgery got completed. And she, uh, all the while, was training um, while she was managing me. So once she got the green light, um, after her dental surgery had healed, she was full on ready to wrestle and then hit the ground running. Then the Neon Blondes. You know, uh, as a full-on tag team now, not just a manager and wrestler duo. That's awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's always great to hear that background on those those ideas. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's a good like five years of her managing, six years of her managing before uh, actually now wrestling about a year, year and a half now. That's uh, that's super fun, man. That's super fun. So you've been you've been all over the world. You've worked, you know, you've worked hundreds, if not thousands, of uh, of matches. You've been in for what sixteen years? Right uh, yeah, in October, I've been in the business about sixteen years, but uh, wrestling in front of a crowd for about fifteen now. Yeah, I had, wow. so I trained for you know a little over a year before I had my first match. So so you have to have you know two or three. Um, matches that just stick out to you, like everything worked that night. Everything, everything, everything hit. Everything feels good. Um, tell, tell me what what do you think if you could pick two or three of your favorite matches that you've ever wrestled? You know what? Where were they and uh, who were they against? Uh, one of them was the second match I had with AJ Styles because I feel like that was a, like a, a very big culmination of how much stuff that I had learned in the year that I had wrestled him the first time which I felt like I may or may not have been ready, but like mentally, I think going into it, I was already not ready. So I kind of maybe self-defeated myself. But that year going into that next match, the rematch, I really did a lot of work, had a lot of strong opponents that I got to learn from. And that that second match with AJ is one of my favorite matches, definitely. Um, It's hard to say recently one of my favorite matches because I'm so – hypercritical it's really hard to you know to to, to put my uh my 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 name on any other one um i did actually okay there was one that was really good that i was happy with it was me versus trey lamar um at an, an upcoming um uh enjoy wrestling taping it should be airing maybe next week or the week after and um that in a, a recent match i had with ace austin those are the ones only really fresh in my mind, but those ones felt very good. And I feel like just this year alone, I feel like I've evolved so much more as a wrestler. So that's why definitely outside of that one way, way back, uh, those more recent ones were my favorites. Awesome. Awesome. And so I, I think my next question for you before I, uh, before I spin this thing off here is we have to get our plug in here for, uh, for our guy Nelio, right? Uh, yeah. so, so you're going to be working CCW this weekend. You're going to be, uh, you're going to be working Brian Cage. Is that, is that yeah, right? And, that's uh, right. Uh, so, my so tell, me, tell me what you're anticipating there, brother. Yeah. Uh, very exciting. Uh, first time getting a wrestle in uh, Fort Lauderdale and Miami there and making my debut in CCW. Um, however, this match with Brian Cage um, is actually a rematch requested by Brian Cage. We've had a, a crazy match in Toronto a few years ago and uh, we've been waiting to have a return match. And so now, you know, here it is, the the uh, the a match a couple of years in the making, I guess you could say. Uh, and, you know, both of us have uh, come a long way um, since since then, especially myself. I mean, who's going to stop uh, Sheen? But, I mean, like, um, I feel like uh, at that time, I had just come back from uh, the six-month stay in India uh, with the Great Khali's um, Academy. And then that was uh, right before I had gone to Japan and before I started doing a whole lot of bouncing around a whole lot of moving and um you know since then uh even before the that was actually even before the the, the ring of honor time so uh yeah glad hope uh glad to see where where we're gonna go with this because i feel like like i said we both learned a lot since then and uh i think i could really take it to him this time 
That's awesome, man. And folks, you can still get, uh, there's still a few tickets left for this weekend's events with, uh, with CCW. You can get them at ccwrestlingfl.com. Make sure you grab Thanks those there. Thanks for Park. <laughs> gonna be gonna be a great time. Gonna be a great time. I'm gonna pass. The, gonna pass. The, if there's extreme action park, like just the name alone, I'm gonna go crazy. I'm sure there's something to climb, jump, or do something crazy off of. So that's the first thing I'm looking for. What 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 can I do? Some crazy ninja moves. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Brother. Extreme action. Let's drink Mountain Dew and surge at the same time. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, Ref Amy, I'm coming to you. So, like, you just brought up that you trained a little bit in India. I'm actually really interested in that. Like, how is, what did you gain from that experience? And also, like, how is that different from, like, the, some of the training that we do over here? Uh, in, in, like, the most simplest way, I got, what I learned from going there was uh, a little uh, humbleness, really. Uh, because I just, like, it was amazing over there. Um, it was very difficult um, because the way they live over there, um, when people say third world countries, it, the, the area we were, were staying in, uh, in the Punjab region, uh, with the great Kali and his academy, seven hours away by car. And uh, I use the term loosely, the kind of car we used was really crazy. Lots of crazy traffic and lots of crazy traffic patterns over there. But uh, mm-hmm. a great site, but seven hours away from any kind of uh, actual um, uh, civilization or uh, you know what any big city was and uh great time there's a couple of kids there uh shanky suki and lakshmi um the two giants uh two of my students that made it uh to wwe um mm-hmm. and uh, three and another one that was uh all those kids uh were featured on the super superstar showdown the uh, the uh the india event that they had mm-hmm. uh not too long ago I also brought a cat home from India, too, because I got real lonesome while I was over there. Uh, yeah. I was there for from August of 2017 to February of 2018, I think. Uh, and so I was there for the holidays, uh, Danny's birthday, a uh, couple of my family's birthdays. And it was really, uh, I was really sad. So I met this little kitten at like one month old and uh, it lost its mother along the way. Uh, somehow, and uh, yeah, I ended up taking this cat home, and now it, you can see him on my uh, social media, screaming me, screaming uh, to uh, to get outside and to just run wild because he's still very wild at heart, but really, really a, a great little guy. That's awesome. Hell That's yeah. awesome. And, and tell people where they can find you on social media, brother. Absolutely, you can find me uh, the Neon Ninja uh, facade, the number one F A C A D E. Uh, dot com or on facebook instagram twitter again the number one f-a-c-a-d-d and uh yeah uh come find me uh, i don't really tick tock but maybe i do sometimes and uh <laughs> other things that's awesome so, yeah. Nice. yeah that's awesome well i uh i want to i want to get one or two quick things in here and then we'll remind everybody where they can find you one more time before we wrap up here um I did see that you that you at one point uh, a couple of years back that you got to be in a, a stable with Sammy Guevara as well. Oh yeah. Um, so so tell us a little bit about about where that was, what what promotion that was for, and uh, and tell us a little bit about your experience working with him, bud. Sure. Uh, yeah, me and Sammy had like a a pretty crazy rivalry, uh, much like uh, me and Jason Kincaid here. 
um, before going to Japan. And then once we got to Japan, it was, it was, it was really weird. Now all of a sudden, uh, now me and Sammy Guevara, uh, Jason Kincaid, uh, Mataze Wazuski, um, and, um, Irie, uh, Shigehiro Irie. Mm-hmm. Um, this was in DDT. So, uh, a lot of those guys, um, especially especially Irie, you'll be seeing more of him once these borders uh because he's a big beastly guy make he was making a huge name for himself in japan and over in europe right before all this happened but uh yeah it was a great time over there um we debuted as a gang in uh Currican hall uh and uh we we won we were we were dominant over there and it was a really unique situation uh that i kind of just got thrown into the this this group like this and um so uh thankfully uh all kinds of uh crazy stuff happened where they had some of the renegades uh split off into different places now me and kincaid are over here as a tag team uh i guess a splinter cell of the renegades uh holding on the fort until i guess uh iria comes back over stateside mm-hmm. The great Got time it. over there uh, with Sammy, though, while we were in Japan, um, we got to do a lot of fun vloggy stuff, and we uh, climbed Mount Fuji together, went to uh, uh, the Japanese Sea World, and uh, yeah, lots of crazy, uh, you know, fun times as you've seen before on lots of this vlog. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so cool, man! That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, listen, uh, I I highly encourage everyone to to go and check out everything they can on facade go on youtube go go on the websites go on social media and check out everything because i guarantee you one thing if if you're bored enough to be sitting at your computer on your phone looking at random stuff okay you will find nothing more entertaining than watching this guy doing his thing performing his heart out and and man listen um there there are some times when we interview these uh some of these independent wrestlers and i'm not speaking ill of anybody i respect everybody i've ever worked with but uh but there's sometimes when, when it's like we run out of stuff to talk about we could keep going forever but we promised you we would, we would only hold you for for 25 30 minutes here so we're gonna we have to wrap this episode up because we do have uh we do have another segment that we've got to get to but we want to say thank you thank you thank you thank you and please remember everyone that you can see facade at coastal championship wrestling this weekend make sure you get your tickets at ccwrestlingfl.com facade tell everybody one more time where they can uh where they can find you at Thank you, guys. Uh, you can find me at the number one, Facade, F-A-C-A-D-E. And uh, like you said, on that YouTube, there uh, to go back to your one, one more match, I wrestled an 11-year-old uh, that I trained from the ground up. His dream was to, to wrestle me. We taped it, and we put it on the YouTube. So you get a chance, go check it out. It's got like a million views. It's, a, it's, it's really one of the more, most special moments in my career for this match to happen. And the way this kid, it's just check it out. And thank you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And, and everyone, please go check hey, out that you. video on YouTube for sure. All right, my friends, it's that time. Please remember to catch us on Sportinarium, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find it. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. We hit 250 this week. Thanks to Ref Amy. Thank you, Ref Amy. And uh, folks, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And please remember to like, comment, share, subscribe, follow us on all social media platforms except for snapchat because we all know how i feel about snapchat and you can find us at (laughs) w-r-e-w-i-n-d-p-o-d-c-a-s-t and we will catch you next time